it, it seems to me that the enemy wants us to stop praying. Amen. He does. He, he wants us to give up on the very weapon that he knows that we have that can destroy strongholds, that can tear down these things in our lives that may have us in bondage. Are you with me? Every time you pray, every time you decide to pray about something, come on, help me. Every time you decide that you're going to pray for something, you have to understand that the devil, the devil does not stop. <clears throat> Are you with me? Not only does he not stop, but he wants you to believe that every time you pray for something, it gets worse. <laughs> Watch this. It's supposed to get worse because the only way to deal with it is to get into it and then overcome it. Oh, I just said something. You hear what I'm saying? So, so what happens is you pray about God, help me to stop doing X, Y, Z, or help me to stop talking this kind of way, or help me to use my words uh, you know, uh, better and things like that. And you get put into a situation. Amen. Where you could either respond the way you're being taught. Amen. Or you can respond the way you used to. Now, those two things determine whether or not you're going to pass the test. And I've been in situations in my Christian journey where when I stand down, when I respond biblically, spiritually, when I respond biblically to my situation, Situation. It seems to me that then there's a calm after the storm. Amen. It, it seems to me like, man, and, and then all of a sudden I wake up and I realize that I have been delivered. Do I have anybody? Does anybody here know what it means to be delivered? Like you, you just, you, you come on somebody. You, you don't, you, you don't do what you, come on. And it's not that you just woke up one day and decided that you weren't going to do it. It's, it's, it's that you were in a situation where you could have retaliated, but you stood down. You stand down. You didn't, you didn't respond the way the enemy wanted you to respond. And then you found out that you overcame that situation. That's what I'm talking about. Amen. And I believe that what we've been learning here, what we've been learning about, what we've been talking about, what we've been dealing with here um, in Sunday 905 about communication roadblocks, uh, we, we were talking about your words. Uh, I just saw recently uh, a pastor of a very, very large church. I'm not going to name the church. Um, he was under investigation for some other things, and uh, he founded the church and what happened was a tape recording was done of him behind closed doors how he was talking about people and 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 just you know his language and his and I thought about this. I thought about this. 
All right, now I want to say this. Pastors are human too. Okay, but, but there's some things that we have to be very careful of what we say. All right, what you say when you leave church matters. All right, you, you can't be in church saying one thing and then you out there and you're saying something else. You follow what I'm saying? And I find that there's a lot of that going on. Amen. Now, I'm not going to get it right all the time, and you're not going to get it right all the time. But when we do, we ought to know how to reconcile. But here's the thing about it. If you are talking crazy outside, eventually your talking crazy going to show up inside. And, and we have to remember that when we come into God's presence, how we treat one another. Amen. We have to be very careful how we talk, even in, even in joking. You follow what I'm saying? And I, I think I mentioned this not too long ago, that even in our joking, we have to be careful because sometimes we're using our sarcasm to really say what we won't say. Are you following me? Oh, I, was, I was just playing. Okay? And one of the things we've been talking about is do we cut with our words? Do we use lying and deceitful words in our arguments? Amen. And most of the times in arguments, that's what we do. Right? We talked about hateful words. Uh, we talked about flattering words. We talked about cursing and filthy language. When we get angry, what is it about when we get angry, we have to use foul language? Isn't that something? Isn't that something? It's like, it's like it's all bottled up and... You know what I mean? Like, 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 like a curse word is really going to change the situation. <clears throat> Think about that. <clears throat> all right. Now, the heart is where all this stuff starts. And, 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 and here's the other thing. Do we use condemning words? That's the next thing. Do we use condemning words to ridicule and silence the other person? Go to Luke chapter... Luke chapter 6, Luke chapter 6, now don't get quiet on me now today, don't, don't do that, amen, I know, I know it cuts, all right, but, but this is, this is, this is like medicine, you know, this is like surgery, you know, when you come and you hear a word, listen, you, you're not always going to hear a word that's just going to make you feel good. You know what I mean? You gotta, we, we have to hear things that's going to cut us open, and then we're going to get sewn back up so we can feel better. Amen? Verse 37. <clears throat> now, <clears throat> look what Jesus says. <clears throat> uh, go to verse 27 for me. Somebody read that for me. Hold on a minute. See what I'm saying? Right, right off the bat, that's hard to do. Love your enemy. Uh, do good to those who hate you. Come on, man. That, that's see what I'm see what I'm saying. Go ahead. <laughs> now this is Jesus call, talking. Okay. Huh? <laughs> bless, bless, bless those that what? 
But, but oftentimes, right, we want to retaliate. Come on, y'all. Bless those who curse you. You know if somebody curse you, you ready to go off. You know you're going to go off. Get No, you're going to go off. Right? Seriously, don't let it be no stranger. Don't let it be nobody in the store. Let me tell you something. How you treat those clerks and, and servants and people like that? Amen. Uh, keep, keep going. Let me, I don't want to get hung up there, Liz. All right. See that? So, so I believe the Bible is giving us the formula. Right? Look what it says. Love, do good, pray. I'm sorry, bless and pray. Let me see. Love, do good, bless, and what? Pray. See, we always say we're praying about things. But at some point, we have to move from praying to doing. Come on, somebody. Amen. From what? From praying to doing. Keep going. Now, now, stop right there. See, a lot of people say, well, so you mean I got to let somebody take advantage of me all the time? No. It doesn't mean literally give them the other cheek. It doesn't mean that. All right? So don't take it like that. Amen. All right? What, he's, what Jesus is alluding to is I want you to be in control. I want you to be in control of yourself. I don't want you to just go out willfully just giving him your other cheek. You, you follow what I'm saying? But, but he wants us to be what? In control. And listen, and in relationships, husbands and wives, right? It, it, this, stuff is, is, this stuff is deep. We have like zero tolerance for one another. And that's something that we have to change. We have tolerance for it. Come on. For everybody else. But I believe what it is is that we don't have nobody else to take our stuff out on. So oftentimes we take our stuff out on each other as husband and wife. Or there's a buildup. All right? So we have to learn how to find ways to release whatever tension, whatever, you know, trials you're going through. Don't take it out on the people you love. Amen. But learn how to cast it upon the Lord. Learn how to give it to God. Are you with me? Now, now, now I'm talking about this, but, but I'm saying that even in church, we have to learn that every time I'm going to share that today, every time we come to God, it, it ought not to be a sad moment every, every, every week. Come on, somebody. You, you ought to walk in here with something to shout about. Come on, come on. Something good has happened to you today, isn't it? This week at least. Right? Look what he says. He said, but I say to you, I'm sorry, he says, but whoever, he says, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. Verse 29, whosoever hits you on the what? Cheek, offer him what? 
All right? And whosoever takes away your coat, do not withhold your shirt from him either. All right? This is, this is Sean teaching us what Jesus tells us to do. Forget what the world, forget what you learn. We are a new creature in Christ. But what do you mean? They're going to take, let God handle them. See, this is where many of us will probably, some of us, will never really experience deliverance in this area because we're stuck in our ways. And we won't let God into that area. What do you mean? Uh, when was the last time you stood down in the situation and just let the situation play out? You know what? They, they did something crazy. I think it was the other day. My wife and I, we were in the store. And, and the lady was being rude. And, and, I, and, I, and I, told, I, said, I said, don't worry about it. I said, here's the thing. I said, here we are. Okay. But she's the manager. I said, but hey, here's the thing. I said, here's the thing. I said, okay. So we go and we talk to her. And we get into the conversation. And, and listen, and I, got, I ain't got much time. Okay, so that's going to be about another 30 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Trying to explain my situation and over something very trivial. You understand what I'm saying? So I, I believe that what we have to learn to do, listen to me real good. You may want to take some notes on this one. All right. Learn how to pick your battles. All right. Learn how to pick those battles. Everything does not have to be a national emergency. Come on, somebody. Every now and then you ought to just give a person a pass and you don't know how God is going to deal with that person. See, it may not be you. It may be the, may, God may deal with that person. Not that you're wishing bad, but God will hopefully, by the way you respond, you may win that person. Man, I know I was mean to this person. This, this, listen, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I've seen this Listen, I don't get it right all the time, but when I do get it, I see it work. You follow what I'm saying? This happened to me a couple months back. And the young lady at the front, she was being rude. The whole management team came up to the front, and it worked in my favor. And I, and I was calm. I was quiet. I was cool. I was like, I'm just, the, ladies, the, the big manager can't just give this man his money, please, so he can go on. You follow what I'm saying? It was a sizable amount of money, but they were trying not to, I had a money order that they didn't want to re, they didn't want to redo it for me. You follow what I'm saying? So, and I had all my documentation, everything, but the lady at the front was being very difficult. What I'm saying is these are the types of things, right, that you run into in life. Young people, y'all better listen. Okay, now you could either you could either go crazy the other day, Dari uh, uh, was at the store, uh, had, had an issue with a bank, right? You want to tell? You want to tell about it? Now, stay right there. Now I'm gonna let you finish telling the story. Now you know if it was us. 
I don't need to get you buying this phone. They've been, come on, what's going on with y'all up there? What y'all doing with my money? Why is my account overdraft? But she didn't do all that. She just called the 800 number, and what happened? <laughs> right. But if you would have been all, well, it's your, watch it, it's your fault. That the because see sometimes when you take money out your account, right, it doesn't always register right away on the mobile, and then you go back, but that ain't their fault. That's your fault because guess what? You should be a better manager. Amen. And right, but this is something that that had supposed to have been taken out a week ago, but it didn't. You found something there was a delay. So the point, but the point is, and, and what I saw that I saw this scripture come to pass with my own eyes. Because had she got on there going crazy, see, and sometimes that's what happens to us. We, we immediately, we, we're so defensive, y'all. We've got to tear down these walls that, that life has thrown up on us. The old life. And know that we have, we have in us the Holy Spirit, but we also have the capacity Amen. We have the capacity to handle difficult situations and conversations. Are you with me? Look what he says. <laughs> Amen, y'all. Verse 30. Give to everyone who asks of you. And whosoever takes away what is yours... What does it say? You borrowed that from me 15 years ago. I want it back. <laughs> Whosoever takes <laughs> what is yours, do not demand it back. Treat others the way you want them to treat you. If you love those who love you, watch this now. I'm trying to get to something here. What credit is that to you? Watch this. For even sinners love those who who love what? If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do what? The same. Watch this. You know what Jesus was saying? At some point, you got to prove you're a Christian. He said that's easy to do. It's easy to get along with a person who's cool, calm, and collective. But watch this. Don't avoid difficult people. What we do is we avoid difficult people. Right? We, 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 not, now, now, I'm not telling you to be a fool now. Some people, you just got to kind of leave them alone, right? But, but here's what I'm saying. There are times when you have to deal with difficult people rather than run from them. Show them by the way you live. That you're a Christian. That you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. Amen. That, don't just gravitate to people who are going to yes you all the time. Amen. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch what he says. If you lend to those 
from whom you expect to receive. What credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners in order to receive back the same amount. I thought y'all were going to shout what I just said. But love your enemy and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, for he himself is kind to what? See what I'm talking about? He didn't say nice, he said kind. And and watch it, and then what we've been taught is avoid them kind of people. Yeah, and you do. But I want to say something to you. The only way that you and I can can be delivered from anger and attitude and and all this other stuff and, and the way we handle conversations and things like that. You have, to, you have to put yourself in a situation or, or God will allow you to get into a situation where you get to test what you believe. Jesus said, listen, he says, look, he says, uh, he says, and your reward will be great. What is he saying here? What do you think Jesus is saying here? What do you think? What do you, what, what's, what, what do you think the point of this verse is? Tell me. What's the point of that verse? Obey what? What's his command? Huh? Love, do good to who though? Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. To who taught enemies, not the people who, it's easy to be good to people who are good to you. It's the difficult, Jesus is trying to teach us something this morning. It's the difficult people in our lives that he's saying, do good to them. It's an oxymoron. It, it just doesn't make no sense. Hold on, why should I, come on man, they treated me bad. Jesus said, uh-uh. He says, because, and I want you to always think like this, okay? My re, God's going to reward me for this. See, see, God's going to reward me. See, and, and, and even in your close relationships, if you feel like I'm being misused or abused or underappreciated or whatever the case may be, if you keep responding the way God tells us to respond, I wish I could get this down. <laughs> Amen. Because because we have a tendency to to retaliate. Oh, come on, help me, somebody. Come on, somebody, help me, will you? He says, he says, you will receive a reward. He, no, he says your reward will be what? So could it be that Jesus is saying, for all the hell you done been through in this life? And all of the things and all of the difficulties that you experience, there will be a reward one day for you. If you respond biblically. If you respond kindly. He didn't say nice. He says what? Kind. And you know what kind means? Kind means that there's a standard. You don't get to use me now. See, I still have standards. Still have expectations. 
I remember a guy many years ago said some real mean things to me. Came in front of my house. Said some real, I would say, mean that I was just getting this thing, you know. My neighbors came outside, heard him saying craziness, and I just stood there and I took it. I sure did take it. And I walked away and I went to my house and I went to my prayer room and I fell on my knees. I said, Lord, I, I don't feel good about this. I know what you're saying, but this stuff is hard. And you know what the Lord revealed to me? He said, that's the same thing they did to me on the cross. And I took it. And I took it. Amen. And I was mistreated. And I was cursed at. And I was spit on for you. And what you're doing, what you're doing when, when, listen, what you're doing when you don't retaliate, you're doing it for me. Oh, come on, help me somebody. I'm, I'm getting a new perspective. So in your marriages and in, in your conversations with your spouse, when they, when they, when if your spouse keeps saying crazy stuff to you, you understand what I'm saying? If you're not handling each other right... may be, okay, people, you know, in business, you're having issues. Let me tell you something. Let them, let them do you wrong. Let, let them do you wrong. And, and, but your response to it, your response to it, why do you think people go postal? Didn't they just have some shooting? They had a shooting at the mosque the other day. Okay. They had, now we're hiding our security here at the church, but here's the thing. There have been shootings on the jobs, on the jobs, watch this, yesterday at the rodeo, okay? Did, did you hear about that? Road rage. A father and his son got shot at. Road rage. Now, now, now watch this. Now, this is what happens to people. And, 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 and watch it. And, and watch it. We got a big cross in our truck. <laughs> You know what I mean? Follow me to Jesus and all this other stuff. But, but, our, but it's our characters that God wants to change. Not just showing up in the house, but showing up in the house and being changed in the house. Through the word of God. Y'all ain't hear me. Y'all ain't hear me. Y'all ain't hear me. Amen. I know. I know. I know. I already know. Watch what he says. Look what he says in verse, uh, look at verse 36. Look what it says, be merciful just as your father is what? Merciful. For some reason we can't be merciful with the people we love. What's up with that? 37. Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Pardon and you will be pardoned. Give. And it will be given to you. Now watch this. I want to help somebody with something. People always use this scripture. Okay. About what? Giving money. 
It has nothing to do with what? What does it have to do with? Ah, giving what? Giving love in return for hate. Giving love in return for being slapped in the face. Face. See what I'm saying? Giving, 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 and you keep giving, and you keep giving, and he says what? What will happen? Give, and it will what? What else? What will be given back to you? More love. Come on, somebody. More appreciation. More rewards. Come on, somebody in heaven. Come on, somebody. He says what? Give, and it will be given to you. Watch this. They will what? Pour into your lap. Good measure. Press down. What? Shaken together and running over. For by the standard and measure, it will be measured to you in reward. Return. So look, if you return good for evil, you will be returned with good. But if you return retaliation, you will be returned retaliation. This is how people take scripture out of context. And they've been using this scripture talking about if you give more money, God going to give more to you, pressed down, shaking together, running over, well, man, put it in your lap. That's not what this is about. The context does not lend to that. The context lends to the fact that, listen, if you mistreat me, I'm going to give you some good. You know Why? Because I got some good measure coming back to me. Always keep that in the back of your mind. Yes, you may say something, but if I retaliate, guess what? I'm not going to get anything good in return from God. But not just God, but what? From men. You never know the reason why that situation is being held up in your life right now. That breakthrough. That blessing. It hasn't been returned to you yet because of how you and I have been responding to what? To situations, to people. Are you with me? Any questions? Uh Uh-oh. Questions or comments? Is that a deep revelation right there? That's, That's pretty heavy, isn't it? He says, give and it will be given to you. Give what though? Money? And they will pour into your lap a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, run over. For by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you. Look what he says next. And he also spoke a parable to them. See, Jesus had to, you know what Jesus had to do with these these disciples? He really had to work with them, y'all. Kind of like, You all said it. I ain't going to say it. Verse 39. A blind man. He says, a blind man. Oh, Lord Jesus. Two wrongs don't make a one. Think about it now. Y'all thinking about it? The blind can't lead the blind. So if you keep saying you always this and you always doing that 
and you always doing that, and you always doing this, and you always doing that. That's the blind leading the blind. Who's going to say, you know what, I think we need to, I think I need to change. I think maybe that's what the problem is. Maybe the problem is me. Man, you will turn heads if you first admit that you're the problem. Oh, come on, help me. Come on, help me, y'all. He says, look what he says. He says, he says, he says, uh, blind man can't guide a blind man, can he? They, will they not both what? Fall in, into a what? Verse 40. A pupil is what? Uh-huh. I know you're older than me. But everyone, <laughs> after he has been what? Will be like his teacher. Why do you look at the speck? See, we ain't talking about money here. See, I believe that what Jesus is trying to say here is this. What you may think is, listen, sometimes I nitpick about some of those stupidest things. Seriously. And that little stupid thing turns into World War Five. Why, why, why you leave the pen right there? Did I tell you not leave the pen right there? How many times I got to tell you to have leave the pen right there? Did you find, why don't you just straighten it out, right? We're going to call it OCD. No, it's oh me, me, me. <laughs> it ain't OCD. <laughs> it's oh me, me, me. Me want it my way. I think the other day, <laughs> See, I don't mind. I don't mind putting myself on the block. Sister Williams, you know, she sets up the church, so I came in and I'm like, "Hey, why did you put the table right? I usually have it right here." <laughs> She's like, "Pass." She wasn't seeing it. I said, "No, right here, like." Like this. You you know, sometimes what we're looking at is real big. We have to stop for a minute and say, is it just a speck? Or am I magnifying what I see in the other person? Gosh, I just helped myself. What you think, Hurt? <laughs> Hurt, what you think about that? Yeah. <laughs> the speck that I'm that I'm taking, you know what a speck is? You need a magnifying glass to see the thing that you're blowing up about. Lord have mercy. Is that deep? He said, you look at the speck that's in your brother's eye, but you don't notice the what? Everybody sees the log in your eyes. Everybody. Everybody. (laughs) 
sees the log. But you know what's crazy? We can't see ourselves. Let me show you. Let me show you what kind of man. We're going to come back here next week. My time is up. But let me show you something. Go to James for me. Let me show you. Let me show you what happens. Let me show you why we don't see the speck in our eyes. Remind me to come back here next week. Who's going to remind me? Nobody. Who's going to remind me? Everybody. Everybody going to remind me. Y'all need to go back and listen to this on the podcast. Seriously, we got the whole thing on the podcast, the whole series. Go back and listen to it because some of you need a recharge. <laughs> Amen. Some of you need a recharge. Some of you need a reminder. Amen. Look, look what it says here right quick. James chapter 1. Look at verse 19. Now, now watch this now. This, this is why we don't see the log. This you know, my brother, beloved brethren, but everyone must be what? And slow to what? And slow. For the anger of man does not achieve. See, see, let me help you with something. Sometimes we're trying to wrap up our depravity in righteousness. We're trying to use spiritual talk and into spirituality. We're trying to spiritualize our arguments. Yeah, that's why we bring the pastor into it. Pastor said, (laughs) you know, the Bible said, we spiritualize it. Watch what it says. Uh, Therefore, putting aside all, putting aside all what? Filthiness and all what? Uh Uh-huh. In humility, what? In humility, receive the word, what? Which is to what? Save your souls. Verse 22. But prove yourselves what? And not what? Don't just sit here every week talking about amen, amen, amen. Amen. I hear you, pastor. Amen. But you ain't doing it. 